it's pretty common to hear a story about Jesus and be amazed about all the things that he's done. At least it is for me. We also see a lot of times in the New Testament, different people and groups being amazed at the things that Jesus was doing. Even the disciples, even though they saw everything that Jesus did, everything that he said, they were still amazed time and time again. But as I read through the Gospels, I only find two places where the Bible says that Jesus was amazed by people. I know I'm amazed by who Jesus is every day of my life, but now I'm wondering if he's ever amazed by me. The first time the Bible shows that Jesus was amazed by a person is in Matthew chapter 8, verses 5 through 10. When he entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed in terrible agony. He said to him, Am I to come and heal him? Lord, the centurion replied, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed, for I too am a man under authority, having soldiers under my command. I say to this one, Go, and he goes, and to another, Come, and he comes, and to my servant, Do this, and he does it. Hearing this, Jesus was amazed and said to those following him, Truly I tell you, I have not found anyone in Israel with so great a faith. Then in verse 13, Jesus confirms with a centurion thought. It says, Then Jesus told the centurion, Go as you have believed, let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that very moment. This story happened in the middle of Jesus doing all kinds of amazing things, healing people, telling stories of the kingdom of God, and showing us how to pray. All of these things, and everything in between, were and are still amazing. But out of all the things happening around Jesus, he calls one thing out as amazing. The complete faith of this centurion. The fact that he humbled himself and knew that the words coming out of Jesus' mouth had complete authority over all creation. The second time the Bible says that Jesus was amazed at someone is in Mark chapter 6, verses 1-6. through 6. It says, he left there and came to his hometown, and his disciples followed him. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. Where did this man get these things, they said? What is this wisdom that has been given to him, and how are these miracles performed by his hand? Isn't this the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? And aren't his sisters here with us? So they were offended by him. Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his hometown, among his relatives, and in his household. He was not able to do a miracle there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them, and he was amazed at their unbelief. Just like the story with the centurion, this was right in the middle of all the things that Jesus was doing. He was healing people, driving out demons, teaching about the kingdom of heaven, and even raising a young girl from death. But what's different about this story than the centurion is that Jesus had a different reason to be amazed. Because of all of the things he was doing, the word about Jesus was spreading. Yet the people he knew, and the people that knew him, didn't believe any of it. In the story in Matthew, the centurion had to face reality because his servant was sick. He says to Jesus, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof. With that short sentence, the centurion faced Jesus with humility, understanding that Jesus was Lord and that he himself doesn't deserve Jesus taking the time to come to his home just to heal his servant. Then he says, just say the word and my servant will be healed. With that statement, he's also facing the reality of who Jesus is as the ultimate power, that he didn't even have to be there in front of the servant to heal him. Just his word would make it so. And when he says, 
For I too am a man under authority, having soldiers under my command. I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. He's also acknowledging that Jesus' word is authority over everything. Whatever he speaks is a command that creation has no choice but to obey. With these few short sentences that the centurion speaks to Jesus, it shows he had a complete understanding of the magnitude of who Jesus is, even though he was a Roman soldier. In contrast to the centurion facing reality of who Jesus is, in Mark chapter 6, the people from his hometown met Jesus with resistance. When they begin to question Jesus and who he is and how he's able to speak with wisdom and perform miracles, they ask, Isn't this the carpenter, the son of Mary? They knew him from his childhood and either grew up with them or saw him grow up with their kids. And to their amazement and apparent offense, they were taken back by all the things he was claiming and the manner in which he spoke. And by asking where did this man get these things and what is this wisdom that has been given to him? And how are these miracles performed by his hands? They were too blinded by knowing who he was to accept or realize the fact of who he is. There's a lot of differences between these two stories, from the settings of just entering a town to teaching in a synagogue, between the centurion and the people from his hometown, to their reactions to Jesus. It once again shows the fact that facing reality with humility will allow Jesus to show you who he really is while resisting reality with pride, can close you off to who Jesus is. And I know it takes work and a renewed commitment every day, but when Jesus is looking at me, I want him to be able to say that my faith amazes him, just like that centurion, where I can humble myself to allow Jesus to show me who he really is, and through my humility, have faith, and trust him to lead me wherever I'm going. If I meet Jesus with humility and the understanding of who he is, I can live a life of peace and freedom in his love. But if I choose to resist Jesus in my own pride, I'll be left with confusion and chaos, and I'll miss out on the greatest gift I could ever receive, which is an eternal relationship with an almighty being who loves me and cares for me like no one else could.